Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your Friday. I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Gordon, we're going to proceed with Gordon's list today uh, instead of doing what's going on. I know you still have several more items to check off. Let's get right to it. All right. Did you guys see that uh, Gap, the retailer, and Kanye West, uh, his Yeezy, is it Yeezy? Yeezy fashion label, are uh, joining uh, in partnership to uh, sell his gear at, uh, at Gap stores. And apparently after that was announced, uh, Gap stock has soared. So I guess the question then becomes, do retailers uh, of a certain demographic, I guess they have to be seen as cool. Right? Or else people won't shop there. And is Kanye West really cool? In in whose eyes, Gordon? Yours? <laughs> I don't know. And whoever the demographic is the gap is trying to sell clothes to. I don't know, I guess. I don't know. It was funny, like uh when I worked at Sears, they had a uh, Christina Aguilera line they sold. I don't you know, I don't know. Whatever these marketing folks are, they're just out there trying to make a buck. Gap's been around for a long time. They're obviously good at it. Well, have they been struggling in recent years? I mean, maybe they have been. I don't know. And they wanted to buck it up a little bit. And so what do they do? They sign. You know, we have talked about this in the past that we wouldn't wear a pair of shoes just because a celebrity does. And yet that, do whole cool, that, whole, that whole cool connotation seems to be powerful with the public. So um, Gap stock is soaring because of Kanye West and uh, an agreement with Easy. It's going to be called Easy Gap, I believe. I still can't believe you you actually think that you don't do that. I don't. Why, why would I do that? You wear your Jordans around and, and show well, them of all, off those constantly. Jordan, those Jordans were given to me. No, I, and? Uh, uh, okay, fine. But all right, so. But they're still kind of a celebrity-endorsed product, no? Yeah, but that's not where I, why I wear them. Mm. I wear them because I like them. Okay. I like the way they, they look. Well, what if uh, people are buying that line of clothing because they like them? Well, then why did the why did this, the stock soar after the partnership, after uh, Kanye West announced that he was in partnership with them? Probably because he sells a lot of clothes in his clothing line. <laughs> and Bert Facer. Heard about it and bought it all up. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they're, they're selling clothes. What are you? What are you getting out of here? As baseball starts uh, up again, uh, has everyone forgotten about the Astros cheating scandal? I wonder if the pitchers are they going to go after Astros hitters? I hope Would you. I hope they haven't forgotten. If people have forgotten, then they've gotten off way too easily. Oh yeah, I hope every other pitcher throws it uh, throws it every single hitter. They should have to be dodging baseballs all year long. <laughs> Wait a minute, doesn't the umpire step in if you throw at somebody? Don't they uh, eject you? Well, you, you, get, you get a, you're out of here. You get at least a warning first. 
And how many pitchers? I, I would. What is uh, the rule nowadays? You get one warning and then you're gone. Yeah, I think if you throw at somebody, because if warning. somebody throws at somebody and hits somebody, when 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 the guy, whoever it is on the other team, goes to retaliate, doesn't he get the heave ho? Uh, if the umpire warns both teams, yeah, it's all still umpire discretion. Yeah, right. Hmm. Because if you'll recall that slide into second by Chase Utley that just destroyed, I think it was Miguel Tejada at the time and pretty much ended his career with the Mets. The next time the Mets and Dodgers met, first pitch of the game, Noah Syndergaard threw at, I think, Chase Utley, or it may not have been Chase Utley, and they threw Syndergaard out of the game, and there was a big hullabaloo about it because there had been no warning issued, and the umpire said, we know what this is about. And they just threw him out of the game after one pitch. So I hope the umpires just completely ignore it. Oh, yeah. So, and just be like, hey, I, hey, that got a little loose I hope on they it. say, I didn't see it. Hey, you get back in the box. <laughs> would so be you think awesome. I'm getting, am I getting soft in my old age? Because I don't, I've, well, maybe I was this way earlier. Because I never liked, I never liked pitchers that threw at hitters. Because essentially it's a weapon. And you're throwing this thing 90 plus miles an hour. I mean, ask Tony Canigliaro about that. You're also the guy that said you should be allowed to throw at a base runner to get him out. Well, I was kidding about oh. that. One. Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, but you know. to take, I mean, that ended Tony's Tony C's career. So I because would, he got hit, he got hit in the eye and he couldn't couldn't see the ball yeah, anymore. Yeah, he shouldn't be throwing at the head. That's that's not okay. They they got a helmet on. I'm not worried Stop about. It. But it, here's it. here's the thing though, Gordon is because the players these these Astros players cheated those other players. I mean, who who knows who would have gotten what contract if they were able to, you know, move past the Astros? Seriously, if I were a player, I'd be looking at this and I'd be like, you know what? You guys got off scot-free and you took money out of my pocket. And I'm going to do something about it. I don't blame somebody who, who thinks that way. 100%. Especially since the league didn't do anything. They basically opened up the door to this yeah. behavior. If the league would have done something, then they could say, hey, look, these guys, they got their punishment. Let's all move on. But the league didn't do anything to these players. So if I'm a pitcher on the... Who, who's the Astros' biggest rival these days? Probably the Rangers. They're in the same Who did they division. really cheat out of uh, out of a World Series? I mean, who, who legitimately has a The grind? Dodgers. The Dodgers? Yeah, the Dodgers. All yeah. right. Well, you know what? If I'm on the Dodgers, I'm a little bent out of shape about it, and I'm going to do something about it. And that's throw what, does that right mean you're going to hurl a, an object straight at some at another human being? In this case, yeah. Why not? There's a lot of... Uh, <laughs> He's standing up there. That's not, uh, you know, come on. There's Part a lot of, of soft landing there around the derriere as well. You can you can aim for a place that won't kill the guy. Well, I, I think still, yeah, are, you, are, you, are you that accurate? That's the if problem. If you're in the you majors, know? you should be. You know, if you get them right in the ear hole, you should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Monitor that behavior. And by the way, this this coming from you, who is pro fist fight in hockey, I don't want to hear it. That's because if you didn't have that, then there would be more damaging effects with guys bringing the sticks up. And uh, in this case, there would be more damaging effect if those, in this case, Dodger players just, uh, you know, jumped them one at a time going into the locker room. (laughs) Is that what would happen? Uh, Maybe. Because the high sticking, that's going to happen in a hockey game just by nature of the way guys are. 
And so you've got to find a way to limit that. Which that logic it, makes or, or else zero it, sense. It, it, or else it ruins the game. <laughs> logic makes no sense at all. Make a, lo- uh, uh, a punishment for violating the high-sticking rule. And move on. I don't think you need a, a fist fight to solve the problem. And, All right. And- so you're you're encouraging pitchers to throw at Astros batters, and if someone gets hit in the face and gets concussed or gets hit in, in the eye and can't play baseball anymore, I hope you feel guilty. How how guilty do you feel when during every hockey game somebody gets punched in the face multiple times? Well, yeah, but it doesn't end their career. It's not uh, this usually won't either. I uh, could. Well, you don't think a punch to the face has as much chance as ending a career as a thrown baseball when the other p- people's wearing a helmet? Like, how many punches to the face have ended careers <laughs> as opposed to a hit batsman? Because I bet I you a lot more punches to the face. Remember that dude Bill Romanowski punched in the face? Collapsed his whole eye socket? That guy's career was over. You remember Claude Lemieux in the NHL who took a, a cross check to the back? His face and neck hit the side of the boards and he almost couldn't walk again. Now, if he would have fist-fought yeah, fist the fighting. guy five minutes earlier, he would have been fine. No, they fist-fought <laughs> the previous game. And they didn't like it. <laughs> well, they should have settled it there and then had it over with. All right. Okay. All right, Just my you, way you of know thinking. I I do a tad think you're you're getting soft in your old age with this one. Maybe so. Spencer Dinwiddie he's accused the NBA of picking 22 teams for the Orlando experience because the league wanted Zion Williamson to be involved. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, why 22? I think we talked about who, who well, did we talk about was it Sam that was talking about this at the the Wiz or so far back. Well, the logic is you want to. Uh, yeah, it was Sam yesterday who was talking about it. That the the logic is you want to recreate if you can the playoff chase, and I think they tried to to do that to give some relevance to the to the lead up games and try and recreate a bit of a playoff chase. And Zion, I'm sure. Uh, I, I'm sure came into that conversation, but they're 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 producing a TV show. You know, isn't that interesting that another player would point that out though? Well, who who was it again? Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer, maybe if you were a little more interesting, that uh, the NBA <laughs> would go out of its way to include you too. What's your problem? Aren't the Nets in? The Nets are in. I know. I'm just uh, what is 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 Spencer's he's feelings in, hurt? He's in a big fight with the NBA because he wanted to move his contract into bitcoin i thought he did oh did he i, think I thought so. the nba blocked it oh did they block it maybe yeah, they no. did maybe they maybe they did but yeah of course they want to include zion yes yeah they're trying to 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 uh, run Spruce a business it up. Here. yeah come on so a number of players have come out and said that they uh they won't go to orlando they will not participate kevin durant has said that he wouldn't have played even if he were healthy yeah, easy. That that's easy to say. What if he's number one team in the Eastern Conference? Uh, no mention of that. Yeah. What, you know what kind of bugs me about that is that's like, oh wait, this isn't about me. Let me let me all of a sudden find <laughs> find a way to make this about me. How are people not talking about me? And only Kevin Durant knows very well how that goes as a player. 
that tweet's not about me. Let me create a fake Twitter so I can reply and make it about me. <laughs> yes, this, nice. this obviously needs to be about me uh, immediately. I mean, what what is he really trying to accomplish by that? I mean, that's so that's that's so easy to say. That, you, think that's, you think that's a cry for help, a cry for attention? I think it's a veiled support of Kyrie and what he's I, been right. I think he's he's trying to to show support, but I mean, let's think about what what statements yeah, were. Austin, I think you're right. Yeah, so. Tom Brady says, quote, football is fun again. How, I mean, what was it like in New England? Do you think that, the, did Belichick just, he, he won, yes, but did he throttle that thing? Did he just throw it around by the throat there? Did he, he squeeze the fun out of the game? No, this is Tom Brady showing off the new wife, man. <laughs> This is this is this is Tom Brady. There there was a divorce. Way of saying that. There was a divorce. Tom uh, Tom got remarried, and now he's he's taking the new one to the to the party. Of course, what is he gonna what is he gonna say? How crappy it is there in Tampa Bay? No. Also, have you heard his previous coach talk? I'm a football coach. I'm not a doctor. I'm a doctor, not a. All I know is that football <laughs> coach, with the help of Tom Brady, won at a historic clip. So let's not, All right, let's so, not pretend that uh, that the relationship wasn't mutually beneficial maybe it wasn't and fun, productive. Jake. Oh well, good. Have fun down there. You in ever Tampa. work with anyone that turned out pretty good, but it wasn't any fun working with them? Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I said you owe me for that one. I set that one up nice and high for you. I'm, I'm, by the way, I, just for people, I mean, I meant Gordon. I didn't mean that someone else. Huh? What, what do you mean? I'm <laughs> just taking another shot at you. Um, do you do you think it's it's important for Tom Brady to think football is fun in order for him to uh, to uh, to perform at the highest level? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> care how much fun or not fun Tom Brady is having. I think I think it's important to have fun in order for you to do well at what you do. You if had- you don't like it, you're not going to do it well. And, and I would advise anyone who is considering various careers, do the fun one. Uh, not necessarily. It doesn't have to be fun all the time. But you better look forward to going to work or else your life is going to be less fulfilling, in my opinion. Now, some people will say, go for the money. Go for the money, even if you hate it. I knew a guy who, no offense to attorneys out there, but he uh, he went to law school and he became – an attorney, and he hated it. He made he made good money, but he didn't like it at all. And I always thought to myself, I, I, I don't know about that. What do you guys say? Do you tell the people this same advice on who to marry? What? Marry the fun one, not the rich one? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I would say that. Let me... Marry, marry the one you enjoy being with the most. Not that I make a habit out of disagreeing with you, Gordon, necessarily, but how... Huh. Uh, <laughs> How how do you what do you think about Serena Williams? What about her? Best tennis player ever? Yeah. Does she hate tennis? She does not like tennis. Come on, that can't be true. I'm looking at the article right now. Well, well, maybe she doesn't like it now, but at the back of the beginning did she hate it? Uh did her hear, did her dad uh, did he was he so dominant and domineering? That uh, he funneled her in that direction, and she didn't want to go, but she did anyway, and she just turned out being good. Hold on. You want me to read some of these quotes? Yeah. All right. This is from, by the way, let's see here. 
2012. Okay. She says, quote, I mean, I don't love tennis today, but I'm here and I can't live without it. So I'm still here and I don't want to go anywhere anytime soon. She what does goes, that mean? I can't live without it. What does that mean? That's how she makes her living. Well, she's made enough. She could quit any time, couldn't she? Uh, uh, going on, this was in 2012. She said, it's not that I've fallen out of love. I've actually never liked sports, and I never understood how I became an athlete. I don't like working out. <laughs> I don't like anything that has to do with working physically. <laughs> wow. That's funny. All right. Well, that's an outlier, isn't it? Well, I'm just saying. I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. I like your, your, your message, sure, but I mean, that's sometimes not reality, even for the greatest to ever do something. That's unusual, I think. Don't you think? No. Don't you have to? Don't you have to? Don't you typically have to like what you do in order to do it well? No. How did you come up with that so fast, Jake? Uh, that's like the one uh, uh, antidote to Gordon's argument here. And you just had it at the tip of your fingers. I have a friend who is an incredible attorney. Like, he's really good at it. Hates it. Absolutely hates it. Well, I'll say it this way. He would be better at it if he liked it. So it's possible for Serena to be better at tennis? Because I don't think so. Uh, well, you can find an exception to anything. <laughs> and I just did. Yeah, I know. It's actually <laughs> real good work. I know, but yeah, it, doesn't, cap there, it doesn't mean Jack squat. The greatest tennis player of all time doesn't mean jack squat. Okay, you came up with like one instance where that's true, but on the general level, you got to admit that I'm right. I bet you there are a lot of great musicians that really hate it after a while, <laughs> and I bet you there are a lot of great athletes that really hate it after a while. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. Getting back to the the start of this conversation, if Tom Brady did start hating football, playing under Bill Belichick, and maybe that's what he's he's getting at is that a new start makes him feel a little bit better uh, about the game. But I I know I know what you're getting at, and in the hundred acre wood, everybody loves their jobs, and it up uplifts everybody on the planet. But it. I don't. I don't know if that's the truth. Well, uh, let me say it this way then: more often than not, it's true. Would you agree with that, Mister Contrarian? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You think like the greatest engineer on the planet absolutely loves being an engineer? I think, uh, okay, look, since you and I seem to be on opposite ends of the uh, spectrum on so many things that we've been talking about this week, let me throw that out to our listeners. Would you be more likely to do well at your job if you love it? Let us know. At Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. And I, I just, would love to hear I your response to that. I just want to go on the, the record and say I love my job. I love coming in each and every day. How bad would you be at it if you didn't like it? Uh, uh -huh. I think I'd be about the same. <laughs> because you're a consummate pro. <laughs> Better believe it, man. I can't believe you pulled the Serena Williams thing out of thin it's air. It's the, the greatest example in the history of examples. And what do you mean? Out I of agree with Austin. Where the heck did you get that? What do you mean out of thin air? Did you just... Did you just save that? Because you, the, he's been sitting on it since 2007. <laughs> Cut the quotes <laughs> or right 12, here. whenever. I read you the quotes. I know, but why do you have the quotes? That's the question. Because I always thought that that was odd that Serena Williams doesn't really like tennis. See, even amazing. you think it's even you think it's odd. 
No, I said Ga- it stood gotcha. out to me. Oh, no, no, no. I, I got said you it there. it stood out to me, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I got you. I caught you in a lie. You don't think if Michael Jordan came out and said, I don't even like basketball, that wouldn't be newsworthy? Yes, it would be newsworthy because gotcha. it's so because gotcha. it is so wide. <laughs> I got you. What if, oh, you guys. what if Steve Jobs well, came well, out and he's like, I don't even like computers. <laughs> this is stupid. May, may he rest in peace. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll have more Big Show maybe coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Shout out to Justin, who tweeted at me. It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, We were talking about whether you have to love something to truly excel at it. And uh, just only the best golfer on the planet right now doesn't like golf. Brooks Kepka has admitted multiple times he doesn't like golf. All right, so I will agree. I will agree that uh, you, you don't have to love something to be good at it. But I will say that in most cases, it helps. Well, I'll tell you this: I love Gordon's list, and I know we have a few more items to knock off it. So why don't we proceed? Okay, I got four crazy little items here. The first one is a Florida woman was arrested after calling nine one one four different times. Why did she call? You ask. She was trying to get a lift. She needed a ride? She needed a ride. Or trying to get a lift like the brand of taxi No, she service. was trying to get a ride. Okay. Trying to get a ride. Uh, question for you, too. Wait, wait, what'd they do? You have, to, you have to resolve that story in some way. Did they, they like, arrest her or something? Or? Yes, they arrested her. Oh, okay. That's what I said. Oh, I didn't. She was uh, sorry, I didn't hear that. I thought I just heard the 4911 call part. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got a question for you guys, and I brought this up the other day with you, but I want a serious answer. And if you, I, I, I want to throw this out to our listeners as well. Is an expensive watch worth buying? I keep getting these advertisements when I'm online for watches. You know what's so, funny? I never get those. So they truly know us, don't they? <laughs> Well, I've, I, I didn't I, know those I, were a like, thing. No, I didn't either. I, I do have two watches, but one of them I, I got as a gift uh, for appearing on a television show once. It's uh, uh, years old, and the other one I bought on a at, at, on some island somewhere in the Caribbean. Uh, it probably uh, was a knockoff. <laughs> so, so here's my question: Is it <laughs> is it worth it to get a quality watch? Or should you, I mean, because I've seen some watches that are just sort of uh, fashion statements that really do look kind of cool. But, you know, then you think, uh, well, I got my phone with me all the time. I can find the, the, the time on there and your whatever device you have. So what about a watch? I've asked a number of people the question uh, privately, and uh, two of my friends said they're watch guys. And they, they like them, and uh, one of them has five of them, and, and I wonder, I've, I've never been that type. Are you guys that type? I don't uh, know if I can afford this conversation. No, it's just it's just funny that you've pulled your network about wearing a watch. That's the most Gordon thing ever. I love that. Uh, well, I, I, don't ha- I don't wear a watch, and so that's why I wondered, should I be wearing a watch? I'm not a watch person unless I want to wear it as uh, jewelry for a nice occasion. 
So if I were determining whether or not I wanted to invest in a nice watch, I would ask myself, how much am I going to wear said watch? And since I don't wear a nice watch or a watch on a daily basis, the opportunity for me is rare. But I'll tell you on my five year anniversary with the company, when they uh, offered to get you a little something, something for the effort, uh, I had them. Uh, I had a nice watch, a nice engraving on it. I I wear it from time to time. So I would ask you, Gordon, how often do you have the occasion where you would want to wear a nice watch? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. What you kind know, of watch you know, goes with an Oscar the Grouch shirt? You know how I dress. I mean, so, I mean, yeah. And, and, but, but it's more than that, according to the people I've talked to, that it's a good investment. Uh, it's something you can pass on uh, to, to others. Uh, you know, I mean, there's That's some true. tradition I, involved I in it. I have my uh, grandfather's watch. Yeah. Do you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is so it a pocket is, so watch? No, it's a wristwatch. <laughs> on a chain, on a cool, gold chain. I do have a pocket watch that my father-in-law got me for our wedding. Well, see, that's something. Uh, but but see, Gordon, I, like, I don't wear jewelry on a day, daily basis. Like some people, maybe when they dress up a little bit more than I do, maybe work, maybe socially, I don't know. Maybe watches are a little bit more important uh, to that, say. But for me personally, I've never spent a ton of money on a watch because I don't wear watches that often because the occasion to wear a watch for me is like weddings, funerals, and black tie events, which is... I don't know, a couple of times a year. Maybe. You don't go to a lot of galas in your. In your I go to time? one or two a year, maybe yeah. with uh, in the uh, in the law community because they seem to have a lot of those. And my wife's an attorney, but I mean, I'm wearing a watch five times a year max. I haven't worn a watch since 2004. My wife has a smartwatch. I get why yeah. she likes uh-huh. that. My wife uh-huh. wears two of those. Right. One well, on each wrist. Well, she is in the biz. <laughs> she sells them. Yeah, yeah, she is in the biz. <laughs> Well, when I asked the question of a couple of friends of mine that I saw the other day, both of them are wearing watches. How and is our boy Spence Eccles? He's doing well. Well, no, it wasn't Spence. Okay. But uh, I, I, so I, I don't know. I'm just thinking about it, and I, I wondered whether it's worth it or whether I should just get. I would, okay, okay, uh, well, okay. Let me ask it this way: What's the maximum amount of money you would spend, or how much money should I spend on a watch? Well. My concept of a dollar and yours are a little different. No, you know what I'm saying here. It, you know, it, it, what is it? Would you get a hundred dollar watch? Would you get a two hundred dollar watch? Would you get? Would you go a thousand dollar watch? A five thousand dollar watch? A, you already said you don't want a twenty five thousand dollar watch. I, I would never spend a thousand dollars on a watch. Never. Uh, okay. it, my watches I've uh, I've inherited. I have one of my dad's old watches. Have my grandpa's old watch. The the watch the company got me. My father in law the watch he got me. So I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever spent money on a nice watch. Actually, a hundred bucks. Huh. All right. Well, but but well. if you're doing the investment thing, like your friend is talking about, Gordon, you're gonna you gotta go a little higher than a hundred bucks, don't you? Listen yeah. here. If you're you're getting a watch for an investment, where what what would what how far down the old portfolio? Would it be if you were getting a watch for an investment? Like, wouldn't you wouldn't you invest in about a thousand different things first? Like, hey, put that in an IRA. That would be better than a watch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess. But sounds like it, an it's, excuse it's also, to buy an expensive watch. It's, well, it sounds, sounds like in your case, it's been an heirloom. Okay, I get that. Sure, but were they thousands of dollars? Yeah, I don't think. An, uh, no, I mean they were probably. Well, if they were really cheap, they probably wouldn't be working still, right? Or don't they? 
Uh, I don't know. I think it needs a new battery. But again, since I don't uh, wear watches to tell time, I don't really care about the battery. In fact, I don't know if I have a watch that's operational at the moment. Again, okay. I'm wearing it just to be a piece of jewelry to look nice at an event. All right. I got, I got two more things I got to get to. I'll save. Uh, and then you have one that you want to add. But let me let me start with a Chester special. All right. Oh, boy. Hold on to your hold on to your butts, everyone. You got any Chester music? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I hate Chester with a burning passion. <laughs> Me too, but there's no stopping him. Yeah, the FCC can. So there was a woman who is I don't know if this music fits or not, but she <laughs> she was she was at the beach sunbathing and she happened to be minimally dressed uh, I'm not sure what country this happened in but anyway a two swimmers got caught in a riptide a rip current was taking them out and they were really struggling and so this woman who happened to be uh, topless at the time, she jumped into the water and swam out to save them, but she was, she, was, uh, she was topless when she saved the two swimmers and brought them in. Um, and this is her quote. Fortunately, I had just put my bikini bottoms on just before it happened. So I just... <laughs> I wonder how you would react if you were in distress in the water and a topless sunbather rescued you. I would be grateful. I mean, what what are you asking? I would say thank you. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'd be worried. Would you about... say? Would you say thank you, or would you say thank you? No. I if if I'm legit drowning in a riptide, I <laughs> I don't think I would care what the person coming to save me was wearing. Or not in this circumstance. <laughs> I would say thank you for saving my life, and I'm eternally grateful. Yeah, whatever it takes to breathe again on dry land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's say, Gordon, you uh, your parachute didn't open, and when you were lying there on the ground, a fully at, naked sumo wrestler right, came by. Would, would you care? Would you care what the paramedic was wearing? You pulled Fireman up. Fireman carried you 16 miles <laughs> through the desert. Oh, man. I just thought that was interesting. That's not a story you usually see. I, I, you, do you have like a, a search bot that just searches for the word topless? Right. Because it's no. like three times a week we get a topless And story. by the way, how no, many times? I, I, for, the, for the Not Sports Report, and, and I look for extraordinary stories. And this <laughs> is one that doesn't happen all the day. And as I have explained to you guys before, the very definition of news is that which is extraordinary. Like which, Serena Williams hating tennis. Right. Which which this <laughs> is not. I want I you to I want you to bring up every life saved at the beach from here on out. 
Well, because what, what, this is not. <laughs> this is not. A, that is extraordinary <laughs> when someone gets their life saved. Right, but we don't hear about it every day on the show. Strangely, and by the way, how many times do you think you worked the word topless into your telling of that story? I, well, I you just said that, it like that's, every other word. Well, but, but that's the part of it that's unusual. A topless woman who was topless <laughs> swam out topless and saved people while being topless, topless. and then uh, talked about how she was bottomless, but then she uh, bottomed and now is, uh, is, but still topless. Everyone just thought we'd alert you. Okay, well, what Chester would ask you is, if you were in distress in a riptide, who would you want to save you topless? Uh, who's a strong swimmer? Mark Spitz. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Okay. Who was that? Uh, that wingnut, uh, Lo- Ryan Lochte. I don't care. <laughs> I just want a. I want a strong swimmer, man. I'm in a riptide. Right, that's good. I just don't want to drown because he's never <laughs> topped. Rock Lochte. He's always topless. <laughs> J.R. Right. Smith. Stay tuned. Coming up next. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I what? got one more thing. Oh, hurry! Three forty-five. I know. I got to get one more thing in here. Tomorrow is Jake's birthday. Eh. I don't know if we needed to announce that. Oh, we did. No. It's your birthday, man. I know. Come the, on. <laughs> Let me get a little music in the background there. Or With it, a heads it, up, maybe. It, <laughs> I couldn't give you a heads up because then Jake would hear me. I yeah, we don't surprise. have text messaging capability. <laughs> yeah, it's it's my big uh, my big three nine there, Gordon. Oh, look at you. Not You're almost big, 40. I know. Not quite there. I'm getting there. I remember when I turned 40. Was it good? Did you have a good time? Uh, no, it was it was one of those ones where everyone gives you black balloons and everything, you know. It's just it, that, that. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Whoa. What song was that? This is birthday song. <laughs> and the Lisa in there is, is very, very inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> Absolutely in oh what you can on the fly here. Holy oh my Jake's man. the youngest so, 85 year old. Yeah, I know. You know what I'll, I'll tell you this uh, for for all my friends and loved ones that may be on the show or listening. I don't want the black balloon party. I don't want it. I, I don't I don't find the irony uh, funny or or appropriate at <laughs> but all. Now you're I want to get it though. I want no part of that. If you know your friends and loved ones, now you know they're going to do it. I don't. Well. I'm in protest. I'm leaving. If I show up to the party and there's black balloons, I'm out. If anybody wants to give uh, Jake some b- birthday wishes, then you can, you can, uh, Jake at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horn, send your birthday wishes along for Jake. I think that's pretty cool. You know what I'm going to do, Gordon? This is what I want to do on my birthday. I'm going to play uh, nine holes of golf with my buddies, and I'm going to eat a Big old delicious steak that I purchased today from the butcher. And oh, very, what, uh, what uh, variety? I went with the ribeye. A ribeye? The, rib those eye. are the tasty ones, right? I agree. A lot of flavor. My favorite. And uh, uh, I'm going to celebrate with my family. I'm very much looking forward to it. Look and a beverage you. of your choice, I assume. And uh, maybe a dozen beverages of ah. my choice. But yeah. No, I'm kidding. Half mm. a dozen. Well, happy birthday from Thanks, the heart, buddy. man. We I appreciate that. it. Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So you've you've made it another year. Uh, we usually... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we could leave it at that. Thank you, Gordon. I appreciate that, my friend. You're you're uh, too kind. And uh, yeah, my birthday, birthday should be fun. My birthday was yesterday. Yeah. 
Austin's got oh, an anniversary right. coming up. How about that? See? I thought your birthday was in September, Austin. <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> when is it? Oh, we got to go to break. Oh, when is it? I'm joking. When, I know. When is it? I don't tell people when my birthday is. Why? You know, Scotty doesn't either. Scotty's, yep. yeah, he's he's like that. But, you know. Because so, it's just another day. Yeah, social we, media kind of ruins that, though, because everybody gets reminded of we it. We could find out when Scotty's birthday is if we really wanted to. I mean, Somebody did. I don't know if it was this year or two years ago and alerted everybody to it. But. When was it? It was this year. Was it this no, year? I know. What, what's the date? Well, this year being it was this year since his birthday. I don't think it was in, I don't think he has it, has had it yet in 2020. I believe uh, it's a well, winter when, date. When, when is I'm it? not telling. Do you know it? I think I do. Well, then tell it. We are so late. We, we got Mountain late. America next. We do. Mountain America market update coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go, Chad! Oh, turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time for another Mountain America market update. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Mountain America Investment Services, he's Brian Washburn with us here on The Big Show. Hi, Brian. Hello. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing terrific on a Friday. Let's talk about how the market's wrapped up this week. Yeah, a little rough day in the market today. Uh, the uh, uh, S&P was down 2.4%. Dow was down 2.8%. The NASDAQ was down 2.5%. Wow, that's a pretty rugged go based on the fact that uh, through most of the week it's been a positive. Yeah, it's been up and down. A, a lot of it has to do with the uh, surges in the COVID-19 uh, virus cases. And I think as we see those cases, numbers go up and down, the market seems to follow that a little bit. Well, Brian, uh, any tips from our uh, for our listeners? Anything additional? Yeah, so... Uh, a friend of mine uh, used to say, it's never as good as it seems, and it's never as bad as it seems. And so I, I think that the uh, key here is to keep things in perspective. Uh, just know that uh, patients will usually, uh, typically will follow with some good rewards. And in investing, you've got to have faith in history. And when we have days like this, it tends uh, to have us lose our faith. And so then you got to look back at history. And just know that in the history of America, we've had 17 crashes, and we've had 17 recoveries. We're going to recover from this one, too, or it's going to be the end of the world, and we probably won't care. Well, we appreciate it, Brian. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Hey, and uh, have a happy birthday tomorrow, Jake. Uh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> that. That's nice of you. That's our friend Brian Washburn from Mountain America Investment Services. And that is another Mountain America Market Update. The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America Credit Union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed and loss of principal is possible. You know, Gordon, uh, when uh, uh, kind of what Brian was talking about right there, when we get to the point where we can look back on 2020 and have a few laughs, I'm looking forward to that point. 
Yes. <laughs> then we, we can we can crack jokes about how much 2020 sucked because it's oh, all better. Man. Yeah, I'm looking yes. forward to that. I sure am too, man. That'll be I that'll be a wait. good day. Let's fast forward to then. Yes. Is that possible? <laughs> I've never really wanted to fast forward my life, but right now I'm kind of thinking about that. Bring it on. Let's go. Hit that fast forward <laughs> button. Let's just cut this out. All right. Uh, stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to talk to our friend Howard Beck from the Bleacher Report. Your daily assist is straight ahead here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.